Hey, what is going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here. It's ready on the TBT Championship Showdown slate on Tuesday. Uh, before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name's DK. I make daily videos breaking out NBA, NFL, PGA, and esports daily fantasy sports slates. Esports including Call of Duty, League of Legends, and Counter-Strike CSGO. Um, if you guys are not familiar with TBT, it's the basketball tournament. Uh, it's a million-dollar tournament. Uh, Million dollars to first winner take all. Uh, this is now the championship game. Uh, it's a lot of former, um, obviously, college basketball players that didn't quite make the NBA, played in the overseas, some, uh, some played in the G League. So um, that's kind of the structure of the tournament and a breakdown of it. Um, but also, again, I wanted to say thank you guys for all the support because so, we're so close to 3.5 thousand subscribers now on YouTube. So if you guys could like the video, hit that subscribe button and hit the notification bell. That goes a long way for me to continue to grow this YouTube channel and pump out free content for you guys every single day. A lot of days, multiple videos a day. Um, and then if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, it's just the DKDFS show. Uh, if you could leave a five-star rating and review, that would be greatly appreciated. But yeah, with that out of the way, let's jump into the video. So uh, what we can do for the showdown slate is, again, we have good-sized tournament here, 15K to first tourney. So Kind of excited for this one. There's not a whole lot going on right now at DraftKings. I am going to have my video up for the PGA tournament uh, tomorrow. So be on the lookout for that. I'm work working on my spreadsheet. Um, but yeah, let's go over the minutes for these teams. Um, over four games for um, Sideline Cancer and three games for um, the Marquette team with the Golden Eagles. So we'll start with the Sideline Cancer team first. And they are a very thin roster, which is great for DFS purposes. They basically run a six-man rotation with Thompson Keene, Mo Creek, Jamil Artis, and Deanne Wright starting, and then Remy Abel's the guy comes with the bench, but he can put the ball in the basket. So there's six guys I've mentioned. Diamond Stone did not play him. He played in the first game, uh, but then was, has been injured since and is not going to be playing, so do not play Diamond Stone. Uh, Johnson McGlynn will maybe get a minute or two here and there, but I have no interest there. Uh, there there's better value on the Marquette side, in my opinion, if you want to take a shot on one of those cheap guys. Um, so, yeah, I mean, let's go over these, these stats. Right? So Marcus Keene, the guy from Central Michigan, he's a guy that is their leading scorer. He can put the ball in a basket. Uh, he can score a lot of points in a short amount of time. He's a very small guy. I think he's like 5'7", really small, but he is a great basketball player. Eric Thompson, they're only big on the roster uh, with Diamondstone injured. He has been playing unbelievable. He's a rebound machine. If I had to compare him to someone, it would be like a Montrez Harrell. He's just going to clean the glass. He works hard. He plays huge minutes almost the whole game. So got to like uh, Eric Thompson. Mo Creek is their number two scorer. He's been a little bit more up and down, but he did hit the three to, to win it last last game. I have interest there. Jamil Artis is their small forward. He's more of a defender. He's a guy that, you know, is a little bit underperformed, in my opinion, in this tournament. But, you know, the minutes are there. The price tag is decent on DraftKings. Um, so those are the top four in minutes. And then Remy Abel would be number five. Again, they have Diamond Stone on there. Remy Abel's a guy that's going to come up the bench again. He's averaging 15 points. He's a guy of interest in two. So let's go over now to the DraftKings and look at the prices. So looking at the utility of the prices, we have Eric Thompson at 9.8, Marcus Keene at 9K, Mo Creek at 7.8, and Remy Abel off the bench at 6.8, Jamil Artis, the starting small forward, at 5.4. Deion Wright also starts at, starts at 4.4. Didn't play a whole lot of Mets out last game, uh, but I can actually bring that up right now. Um, I do have, I took a screenshot of it, and you guys won't be able to see it, but I can read off the minutes. So, um, I think this was going into the Elam ending. Mo Creek had 28. Jamil Artis had 28 minutes. Again, these are minutes. Uh, Marcus Keene, I think, played the whole game at 32. Uh, Eric Thompson was at 29. 
Uh, Deion Wright only played 14, and then Remy Abel played 23 off, off the bench. Again, that was, I think, going into the Elam ending, so add what, four or five minutes on for all those starters. Again, Remy Abel closed it out. So um, I guess we'll start with the value option first. Deion Wright, uh, again, he didn't play a whole lot of minutes that last game. Uh, 14 minutes is not great. He's not really a guy that's going to fill up the stat sheet a whole lot, but you know, 4.4K, I think he's in play, right? There, there's some guys in the, the 4K range, one or two in the 3K range, I think are, are viable, or you're not really going to feel great about any of these guys, but he's someone that can get you 10 to 15 fancy points. So you're not going to get anything more than that. He's not going to play a whole lot of Mets too, because Remy Abel's going to close for him, unless something crazy happens, like an injury or something. Um, so he's a guy that will play about 15 or so minutes. Again, he's not going to be very productive when he's out there, but he's cheap. So if you play him, you got to hope he hits a three or maybe gets a put back here and there. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not overly excited about that, but I think he's he's in that player pool of value guys you can take a shot on. Now, Jamil Artis is interesting here at 5.4K. Another guy that's not going to be super productive. He's a good defender. He's also going to play most of the game. Um, he just doesn't do a whole lot. Kind of stands in the corner. you got to hope he, he knocks down some, some threes. Um, one, Eric Thompson is out, which is very rare. I mean, he obviously will, will pick up the rebounding. Uh, he can even shift to the five, play a little bit of small ball five. Um, so I do have a little bit of interest in Jamel Artist. Um, again, I know he's not going to go out there and get you like 30, 35 fancy points, but playing well, uh, again, he's going to play basically the whole game too, which is always a plus. He's cheap. If he gets me like 20 fancy points, I'd be happy with that. So I think Jamal Artist looks pretty decent. Again, you got the minutes floor, right? He's basically going to play the whole game. You know he's not going to be super productive, but if he can knock down three or two, you know, get some rebounds, I think he can definitely get you a value there. So I do kind of like Jamel Artist, 5.4K. Um, I think he's certainly someone that you can look to. Now, Remy Abel off the bench at 6.8K. I wish he wasn't this expensive, but really, he's just a guy that's going to come off the bench, kind of like a Darius Johnson Odo on the other side, and just score the ball. Um, well, if you look at his stats, right, 17 and 3, 17, 2 and 1, 12, 1 and 3, with three steals, 14, 5 and 1. And he's going to close for Deion Wright. So he'll probably get mid-20s minutes, maybe even a little bit more. 6.8K, I think that price, he'll be low-owned. Because I just think, you know, people will look to Mo Creek, and we'll definitely go him over Remy Abel. Uh, now, Mo Creek obviously is going to play more minutes. But I think Remy Abel makes for an interesting contrarian option in the slate. He's a guy that, for his price, I just think goes forgotten about. But, you know, in a, in a showdown slate, right, you're going to have to get different in some way, right? If you want to take down that, that big tournament for yourself, for yourself, if you want to just play the chalk lineup and split it and hope that wins and split it with like 100 people or so, or however many people have it, that's fine. But if you're like me and kind of want to get different, maybe leave a little bit of money on the table or use someone like a Remy Abel who goes, you know, as a contrarian option, um, that's definitely a way to, to differentiate yourself. Uh, Bo Creek at some point, he is the number two with this team scoring-wise. Uh, he had a bad shooting day that last game. Went for uh, Still went for 10-7, and seven, though. Uh, he can get hot behind the three-point line, for sure. He's a scorer. He had 22 the previous game, 22-8-1, 7.8K. I think he makes for a decent mid-range option. Marcus Keene at 9K, I think you've got to like him. Even at this price, he's going to play the whole game. Uh, he's just going to have the ball in his hands most of the game, too. And he's just a scorer, too. He can. He literally has like Steph Curry range. He can pull up from that deep and hit threes. So I like Marcus Keene. I know 9K feels like a lot, but he's going to play the whole game. He's going to shoot the ball a ton. He's going to have the ball in his hands basically the whole game. So got to really like Marcus Keene to suspend up. And I also really like Eric Thompson. Even at 9.8K, 
I just think the floor is so high for him. Um, a guy that, as long as he stays out of foul trouble, is basically going to play the whole game. Again, he is kind of like a Montrezl Harrell. He's just going to clean the glass. He works hard. He gets those offensive rebounds, putbacks. Um, he's basically going to get you a double-double. He's gotten a double-double. Well, I guess I shouldn't say he's gotten you a double-double, but look at those rebounds. 10, 13, 18, and 10. Um, yeah, I mean, the, you are going to have to overpay for him. He's definitely overpriced. But if you're looking for like a cash game setting, if you're looking for just safety, Eric Thompson is your guy. Uh, because, again, he's a big, he's going to play basically the whole game. He's going to get you a lot of rebounds. can definitely get you a double-double if he gets some putbacks. So I do like Eric Thompson. You know, if I, if I had to pick, I would lean towards Marcus Keene for $800 less because he's a guy that has more upside, in my opinion. Right, Marcus Keene's a guy that can come out and get your 50 fancy points if he's shooting the ball really well. Eric Thompson, not so much, but probably has a higher floor, right, because of the rebounds, blocks, putbacks. Um, so, yeah, all in all, again, the good thing with the sideline cancer team is they are so thin. They basically just run a six-man rotation. I have interest in all six of the guys who are going to play. Again, Deion Wright is a value option. I think in that pool of guys you can consider. Jamil Artis, I think, you know, a 5.4K looks pretty good because he's going to play basically the whole game. Not going to do a whole lot offensively, but if he gets me 15, 20 fancy points, I'll take it. Again, Remy Abel off the bench is that contrarian play that I do kind of like. Kind of like a Darius Johnson Odom on the other side. He's going to come off the bench, and he's just going to score the ball. So I have interest there. More of a contrarian option. Bo Creek, kind of the same thing at 7.8K. He is the number two. Uh, score on this team. If you can't get to Marcus Keene and you want to play one of those guards, I think I would play one of those two guards. So if you're playing Marcus Keene, you don't have to play Mo Creek, but if you're not playing Marcus Keene, I think you want to consider Mo Creek because if Marcus Keene's not having a good game, you're basically Mo Creek's going to have a really good game, right? It's one of those two guards. So I would try to get at least one of those guards. Can you play both of them? I think you can. I think that's a viable uh, viable build. Uh, then, obviously, Eric Thompson at the top, you're going to have to overpay for him, but the floor is there with the minutes, rebounds. So now let's talk about the Golden Eagles. Uh, this is a little bit of a deeper team. So they have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 guys in the roster. Um, I don't know if all 11 played the last game. I don't know if Rousey played, actually. I don't think he did. Um, Travis Diener did play, came out for his first game. He was injured the first couple games, came off the bench. Uh, hit a three, got some assists too. Uh, I think he's someone, again, in that player pool of value options you can take a shot on. He's not going to play huge minutes, but he's going to come out the bench. You know he can shoot the ball. If he's going to play 10 to 15 minutes, he can get hot, right? He's a guy that can nail a couple threes, and that's like value right there for you. So um, I have interest there. Again, he's in, those, he's in that player pool of, of value options I want to consider. Luke Fisher, I think, is also in play. Um, maybe not as high of a ceiling as a guy like uh, Travis Diener, because Travis Diener again, can knock down those three, but threes, but Luke Fisher going to come off the bench, will probably play about 10 minutes or so, what we've seen the last couple of games. Uh, if you can get those pick and rolls, right, those easy pick and rolls, maybe a dunk or two. Uh, again, Biggs have a higher floor. I think he's also someone you can consider as a cheap option. Uh, Mo Charlo played less minutes at last game, um, only had two 2.75 fancy points. He's kind of the same. You can compare him to Luke Fisher, right? Uh, Fisher did play more mitts the last game. So if I had to pick, I would slightly lean towards Fisher over Charlo as like a cheap punt value big. Now, Mo Aker, 4K, I think looks pretty good as a cheap option. He is, um, I think he cracked the top five yet. Yeah, averaging 22 minutes right now in this tournament. He's the guy that is going to be in that closing lineup because he can shoot the three ball. Um, that's basically always going to do. I mean, he can get you a couple assists, right? He went for 9-2 and two the last game, 6-1-2 and two the couple steals, 5-2-2. and two. So, sure, again, he's not the, the the most productive guy, but 
he is a guy that when he's open, he can knock down those threes. And at 4K, a guy's going to play good minutes. I think Mo Aker stands out as one of the best, if not the best value play right now on the slate. So got to like him there at that price. Jarvis Williams is a guy that's not going to play a whole lot of minutes. I would say, you know, he played about the same as, as Luke Fisher, about 10 minutes. Um, now, one thing I did I do want to note is Elgin Cook did injure himself at the beginning of the game, stayed out the whole first quarter, but finished the game. So that is something to at least keep in the back of your mind because if Elgin Cook aggravates that injury, then Jarvis Williams is the direct beneficiary. So if you, if you want to go that route and kind of hope maybe Elgin Cook tweaks his injury again, Jarvis Williams would be the guy that picks up most of those minutes. So I think he's interesting for that reason alone. Uh, again, about 10 minutes or so, I, I think he's viable, right? He's a guy that's pretty productive when he's out there. Went for 6-2 and two the last game, 8-4, and four, and then 9-4. and four. So he's another value guy that I think is certainly in play. Derek Wilson at 4.8K is a guy I will have no interest in. He starts, doesn't play a whole lot of minutes. I would just much prefer getting to Mo Aker for about $1,000 less, who plays more minutes, a better player in my opinion. Uh, Elgin Cook at 6.2, kind of been disappointing uh, in this tournament. He's a guy that uh, is turnover prone, right? He can turn the ball over a lot. We saw those first couple games with six and three turnovers, but he's like an energy guy, right? He's going to crash the boards. He's an aggressive player. He, he can take the ball to the bucket. Not the best shooter, but he's probably going to get about, you know, what's he averaging right now, minutes wise? 24. Yeah, he's going to play about 25 minutes, which is not bad. Um, he's kind of in that same territory of Jamil Artisme, right? Both are going to start, both are going to play good minutes, both not the most productive guys, but uh, I think they're certainly in play in that mid-range. Darius Johnson-Odom, again, I would uh, compare him directly to Remy Abel. He's going to come off the bench, and what he's going to do, he's just going to score the ball. He's not going to do a whole lot else. Look at his first couple games, 21 and nothing else, 18 and 1, and 13, 2 and 2. So not a guy that's going to get, not, not a guy that's going to fill up the stat sheet. And if he's not shooting the ball well, he can have a pretty low floor. Uh, 7.4K. I think he's, a, again, he's in that same same territory as Remy Abel. I think he's more of a contrarian option because um, he doesn't do a whole lot besides score the ball. And again, he's going to play about 25 minutes off the bench. So, yeah, I have interest, but again, more of a contrarian option. Dwight Bikes is a guy that, this is where I'm kind of taking my stand on this slate. I really like him at this price. I think he's someone that's going to go low-owned in the slate. But, again, on these showdown slates, take a stand somewhere. Dwight Bikes is a guy that I really like. He kind of had an off game last game, only 6-4-2 and two with three steals. But he's a very aggressive player and a very aggressive defender. He can get you a couple steals. Um, he's a great passer, too. He's going to have the ball in his hands a lot. The downside here is... Again, they're more of a balanced team, right? They have a lot of guys who can, can score. Wilson, DJO, Elgin Cook can score. I got, obviously, Mo Aker off the bench. So that is the concern. But, uh, again, the minutes have been there for him, uh, about 27 minutes. Um, he looks just really good when he's out there. Again, a very aggressive player. He's going to take the ball the whole lot. He's a very good passer. I like him. I think this is where um, I'm kind of taking my stand. But I really like Dwight Bikes. I think he goes low on this. I really do because – you have Marcus Keene on the other side. You have Eric Thompson. You have a guy like Jamil Wilson above him. You have some better plays, probably below him. But, again, I just really like Bikes. Uh, I think he's my favorite play and a play that uh, I believe will go low on in the slate. And then Jamil Wilson at 9.6K. He's the stud in this team. Um, he, he plays the five a lot. Uh, he's averaging about 29 minutes. Uh, if you look at his stats the last three games, right, 14-11, 2-2, two two, right? He's a guy that gets you blocks and steals 15-3, 1-1. One one. 
Uh, 23-7, 2-1. He got hot behind the three-point line. He's a guy that can knock down threes, right? Five three-pointers made two and two. So he really can do it all, right? Knock down threes, get you those peripheral stats, score the ball, 9.6K. Um, it's it's a tough call right now with him and Eric Thompson. Uh, I think Jamil Wilson is definitely the better scorer, obviously. Uh, but Eric Thompson is going to play more minutes. So it's a close call there. It really is with those two guys at the very top, Wilson and Thompson. So that's a decision that, and again, it's a tough one. It's almost 50-50 for me with those two guys at the top if you had to make me pick. Um, so, yeah, let's do a brief overview and who I'm kind of considering for captain. So if you're if you're playing a cash game setting, I probably wouldn't recommend it in a showdown slate, but I would just play, uh, there would probably be only, I would probably just consider the top guys. So Marcus Keene, Eric Thompson, Jamil Wilson. Those are the guys I'm going to consider for, for a cash game for captains. But, again, for GPPs, I'm kind of taking a stand into White Bikes. I really like him. Um, I think you can make an argument for Mo Creek, right, or those two guys off the bench that can get hot, right, DGO, Remy Abel. They're going to score the ball when they're out there. Um, you know, other guys, if you want to get really different here, I think you can consider, like, an Elgin Cook or Jamil Artist, but that, that would get a little bit risky. So, um, that's kind of where I'm at as far as roster, roster construction and, like, how many players I want from each team. If I had to pick, you know, I would rather have more players on sideline cancer than on the Golden Eagles because they're a thinner roster. But the value probably looks a little bit better for the Golden Eagles because, again, more guys play more minutes. So we have those value options like Fisher, Travis Diener can get hot behind the three-point line. I really like Mo Akers, you know, play decent minutes. Jarvis Williams is productive when he's out there. Those four, and then I think plus uh, Deion Wright are all those guys. Put those guys in like a pool. Uh, they're your value pool that you can take shots on. Uh, I think, again, Mo Aker probably be the safest option. He's to play the most minutes. But all five of those guys, I think, are certainly in play. Um, but, yeah, I think that's really going to do it for today's video, guys. Uh, I'm going to miss the TBT. This has been fun, fun week and a half or so, right? Yeah, about, about a week, week and a half uh, of basketball holding me off until the NBA starts, which we have preseason starting in a little over a week. Hoping DraftKings has contest for that, praying. I actually tweeted at them. They said they're going to look into it. And obviously the regular season starts about two weeks from now, a little over two weeks. So uh, this has been great to hold us off until Bass NBA returns, which obviously will be returning soon. Um, but, yeah, thanks again for everyone to come and check the video. Hope you guys all have a good night, uh, and I will see you all in the next one.